The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome back and welcome. It's good to see you all here. I want to talk about overcoming doubt before the second sit or the walking meditation in the second sit. I suggested trying to look for doubt and noticing whatever its symptoms are. Sometimes it's just a feeling of nervousness or irresolution that you don't really know what to do next or you don't trust that what you're doing is the right thing or if you should be doing it at all. And the, the trouble with doubt and the value of learning to look for it, recognize it, is that we usually don't. We just get deeper and deeper into doubt and it can lead us to some unpleasant places in our lives and to abandon the practice. There are two major ways to deal with doubt. And one is usually more helpful for people who are new to the practice. When I teach the online introduction to meditation class, I get a lot of doubt. And I, you know, I think in the very early stage of our practice, it's like we're in the surf zone. It's just one hindrance after the other hits us. And doubt just sort of trips us up, knocks us on our back. So when the any of the hindrances are interfering with our ability to establish enough concentration to be mindful, to stay with the present moment, then it's probably best to use an antidote. And for doubt, the antidote is to remember your intention in sitting or to contemplate your own virtues or to have faith. And by faith, I don't mean accepting the truth of something that nobody knows or even something that's known not to be true, but to have trust that's based on things that have actually happened. And and the first of these events is our own inspiration. It can be a, a teacher who's inspired us or 
something that we've read or heard that makes us want to try to meditate. And after that, we begin to see the initial fruits of meditation. And I, I love to hear it by week six of the intro class. Uh, and it, it's usually a reduction of stress. But um, many people notice that their judgment has gotten better. And what I really love to hear is that their lives have gotten better. And this is great because it helps us to build up a reservoir of faith and confidence in our practice that will sustain us at those times when we have doubt. And we don't just get over it as beginners. It's it's there all along. And the way that this faith can be brought up when we are in a state of doubt is to remember our original intention or the original inspiration to meditate that's now been reinforced by experience. We've seen what the practice does for us. And we take that inspiration to heart again while we're meditating. But at any level, doubt is a trickster. It uh, can creep into our thoughts at any time, really, and tell us things like, we're just not getting things right. We're not taking the right approach to our practice or to our lives, even. And I think that the big challenge in dealing with doubt or even recognizing it is to, in that moment, open the mind to the possibility that the thoughts that accompany doubt are, are just not true. They're lies that we're telling ourselves. It's really helpful to be skeptical of these thoughts. And it's invaluable to investigate their accuracy. Is, is there any foundation for me to be thinking that I don't know what to do? That I'm doing it wrong? And if we can reestablish enough mindfulness to go on with our meditation, then we have an opportunity to study the experience of doubt, not just to find an, attitude, uh, an antidote to it, but to use it to reinforce our ability to continue to practice, to continue to live our lives free 
from that feeling. So we ask, well, what are the thoughts that usually provoke or accompany doubt? And look at how they make us feel. And always establish that these thoughts and feelings are not based on reality. This is just the hindrance of doubt. It's important that we'll, we can see that doubt is not a symptom of something being wrong. In fact, in senior students, doubt is common among those who are approaching, excuse me, those who are approaching um, a time when they're able to really see clearly things as they really are. And at that point, we are seeing reality, existence, as ever-changing, unpredictable, and unreliable a world in which we truly have nowhere to stand. And, and this feels like and can function like extremely profound doubt. And if we don't walk away from the practice entirely at that point and turn into that experience of doubt then we can learn to face the truth of impermanence, basically, at the real level of the heart and begin to allow ourselves to float in a life that we recognize is impermanent. So it's it's wonderful that we have antidotes to doubt and that we can apply them to doubt and the other antidotes to the other hindrances so that we, we can always go on with our meditation. And if we're mindful enough after using the antidotes to turn into that experience of doubt, then we can learn to live in peace with the vast unknown and to look squarely at this uncertain nature of life and embrace it. Thank you.